the thing I'm on about is the intersection between the uh, direct experience as a consequence of uh, the expansion of consciousness and psychedelics. Welcome to Supernormalize, the podcast where we challenge the conventional, break boundaries and normalize the supernatural. Join me, CJ, as we explore uncharted realms of existence and unravel the mysteries of our universe. If you have an unusual knowledge or a unique story to share, reach out to me at supernormalized.proton.me. Let's make the supernatural the new normal. Welcome, dear listeners, to another episode of our Enlightening Podcast series. Um, today, we delve into the profound world of Martin Days. Martin contacted me via um, Proton Mail, which is that address that I just mentioned previously, and said that he'd like to be on the podcast and sent me his um, um, Substack. Um, today, we delve into the profound world of Martin Days, a man who has dedicated his life to understanding and transcending the human condition. Martin is not just an author, he's a thinker, a philosopher, and a guide who navigates the labyrinth of human existence with an unwavering curiosity and a deep sense of empathy. His work is centered around the exploration of the human condition, that complex blend of joy and sorrow, triumph and defeat that defines our existence. Martin believes that we are more than just physical beings confined to the boundaries of our flesh and bones. He sees us as vessels of infinity, capable of transcending our lim human limitations. This isn't just a fanciful notion or a poetic metaphor. It's an idea rooted in the concept of prana, the life force that permeates all living things. In his Prana and I newsletter, Days delves into the fascinating concept. He explores how prana is not just an abstract idea, but something veritably observable. It's an energy that flows through us, connecting us to the universe and each other in ways that we are only beginning to understand. Martin's exploration doesn't stop at prana. He delves into various tools available for alleviating the burdens of the human condition, from meditation, that ancient practice of quieting the mind and finding inner peace, to interacting with nature, immersing oneself in its beauty and serenity as a way to heal and rejuvenate. And then he touches on psychedelics, substances that have been used by humans for millennia to explore consciousness and gain insights into the nature of reality. Martin approaches this topic with caution and respect, acknowledging both their potential benefits and risks. Through his writings, Martin invites us on a journey beyond our everyday experiences. He encourages us to look within ourselves, to question our assumptions about reality, and to seek out new ways of understanding our place in the universe. So sit back, relax, open your mind, prepare yourself for an enlightening conversation with Martin on transcending the human condition. Before we begin, however, I'd like to express my appreciation. If you are enjoying this audio journey with me each week and would like to support Supernormalized, I kindly ask for your assistance in reaching more curious minds just like yours. I personally invite you, dear listener, to open your podcast app right now and give us a five-star rating. By doing so, you will help us gain visibility and let the algorithms know that our conversations are worth sharing. Feel free to share your love for the show with the world and let your friends know how much you enjoy Supernormalized. Thank you for support. Welcome to Supernormalized, Martin. So, Martin... You contacted me uh, directly saying that you wanted to be on the show to share your ideas. And I went over your uh, uh, website and had a look and read some of your information. I thought, okay, this guy's got something to say. So I thought, well, maybe we should start with your uh, story about how you got to where you are today. I mean, what prompted you to uh, want to reach out? I mean, you want to share your story of your understanding of consciousness and how that mixes with uh, your understanding of psychedelics, as as I understand it. So tell us your 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 origin story and all of this. <laughs> yeah, sure, definitely, CJ. Thank you. Uh, first of all, thank you for uh, responding to my uh, request. Um, I came across your podcast and listened to uh, many episodes, and I thought, uh, 
this will be a perfect uh, platform to uh, speak my mind mm. and to share some of the experiences and insight that I have accumulated through uh, in the course of my life. Yeah. Great. Okay. Okay. So, um, when, how did this all start for you? I mean, uh, obviously you, you've, you've had a, a life of a certain sort of path um, up to a point and then there was changes that happened. Um, when did these things all start changing for you and then your understanding was expanding? What was happening there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's very interesting that uh, many of the realizations that I've had uh, occurred occurred do not occur in a specific point in time i i've gone back in time and saw things that have happened to me that yeah. have contributed to um, an insight or my consciousness uh expanding a bit so uh i had a lot of fun um just um building a catalog of these experiences so that mm. uh, i can say oh this is what brought me to this realization and this is mm -hmm. why uh uh this is the answer to why my attitude is towards uh this phenomena or that phenomena so mm -hmm. uh where does it begin um i think my my first um the first time i really began to to ponder my existence was when i moved uh from macedonia to the united states i was yes. Uh, I just finished my first uh, year of high school and I went into this new country where I didn't know anyone and I spent uh, two months of the summer just uh, all by myself and with my brother watching TV uh, and just uh, thinking. And um, during this period, I, I had some flashbacks from, uh, from middle school hmm. that were um that were instructive as to uh, the fact that we can go back in time and visualize events that have built shaped or misshaped our personality mm. and um, this is where um, i saw myself uh pestering a my literature professor along with a bunch of other children and i thought i felt rather than thought i felt oh my god this was horrible uh i regret doing this mm. and and this was an, on a very fundamental level i felt sorrow i felt regret and and i was compelled to make amends with my teacher to one day meet her and and say listen i'm, I'm really sorry you know and and this was one of these experiences i, I also uh, another one was um remembering myself in, in in first grade trying to separate two children from from fighting and and this led to me being uh, beaten by by one of the kids that i, I tried to mm, I, dragged you know, in. Uh, I, I wanted to be a peacemaker and I've, i i guess i've always had it in me to uh to make peace between people and mm. um and and you know at at 14 or 15 years old realizing this I was like, hmm, it's very interesting that there are so many nuggets in our past that we can unwrap and mm. and behold to ourselves mm. and and try to make something with it. Yes. Um yeah, so so life has been, I mean, of course, life is a process which is filled with experiences and and we're either oblivious to these or we aren't. And and it's a it's it's a, it's a very um, you know, safe path to take for everyone to to start uh, unraveling things from the past in order to uh, make a better future mm. and and make expand our consciousness mainly. Okay, so um, when you explain that it's uh, like going back into the past, and that's uh, it sounds like it's a mind journey that you're going on to uh, reassess. Uh, situations and experiences and uh, I've done a bit of uh, hypnotherapy with people in the past because I'm a trained hypnotherapist myself and a part of that is uh, timeline therapy so I can actually help take people back through the past into events is it something like that that you're explaining there mm -hmm. yeah yes okay okay great yes, okay it is. yeah because okay. I, I believe um, that that and um, it, it's everything is 
um, ingrained in 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 our memory, and mm. and mm. that uh, you know the the layer of the onion we can peel and peel and peel and and reach many new levels. Yes, and many new planes of our personality and our life experience. Mm. So would you say your memory? is what built you and it's good to go back and uh, recapitulate over the uh the knots in those experiences to uh, release you from them um yes yes this is definitely the uh the case because i i believe that um i mean not not just from my own experience but but throughout history and many people in this very moment somewhere on earth are experiencing a trip down memory lane mm. and you know not just reminiscing but i mean like pulling out things to uh to Recover understand yeah, yeah yeah and and we're 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 equipped with this ability uh mm. you know nature and the universe and that which we are um yes. enables us to to do this mm. Mm. okay so um yeah i'm I, I, I said the word recapitulation before because it's something that uh, Carlos Castaneda wrote into his books when it uh, comes to um, going back over your past and clearing up anything that's holding you back from stepping forwards into the future. And uh, it's a really good method of actually um, clearing things out of the way. And it sounds like you're doing something like that with the work that you've been doing on yourself. And uh, uh, over time, um, it lifts restrictions from you and allows you to um step out of the monkey mind into a, um, a state of in between and when you're in the in between that's when other things in the universe can start talking to you um and in my experience that's what's happened to me is that what happened to you i guess absolutely you're spot on uh cj um you know um who is it is it the universe that that wants us to embark on this journey is it us is it the ego i don't think it's it's the ego it is something that that compels us mm. um that um uh, past experiences that have shaped or misshaped us and we're not a finite uh uh piece of work you know we, yes. we continue to to, to evolve sure. <laughs> uh these are um the veils that that separate um mind from consciousness and and i've learned to distinguish between the two you know there is the brain and some people still think that we're thinking with the brain but the brain is the hardware is the processor uh then there is the mind and there there is uh consciousness mm. and um and it's um it is essential for anyone who uh, who wants to embark on the spiritual path uh, on the path of awakening to um to uh perform to entertain this exercise mm, uh, mm. because the the fewer veils there are the more we push them aside and dissolve them mm -hmm. uh the closer we are to the uh, immediate experience yes yes and because these are in the past uh, excuse yeah. me these are in the past and and we have to uh resolve the past and absolve the past so that we can deal mm. with the present yeah or with the future I've, I've had some curious experiences with that myself in that uh i've i did get stuck on things that had happened in the past and my perspective of those things and i did go back to visiting with those people that i had experiences with which i i saw as negative and i'd outline i i, I literally went and, and and caught up with them and said it's happening this way and i feel really bad about it and i just wanted to say i'm really sorry and they'd, they'd pull me aside and they say no no that's definitely not what i experienced but thanks for saying sorry <laughs> so <laughs> it's curious sometimes our interpretation of things aren't it's, always clear and it's still yeah, highly highly subjective yeah it's can yeah well that's right it's very highly subjective so it's um yeah it's interesting that that can happen so obviously with this you discovered some techniques for yourself that actually worked really well when it came to this uh time traveling technique um did what, what worked for you i mean how did you do that for yourself i i simply allowed my mind to to just plunge into this undefined space mm. uh which has depth and breadth and and 
Mm -hmm. I I don't do that anymore, uh, mm -hmm. because um, I don't feel compelled. Yes. Um, but but for the duration of time, while uh, engaging with this exercise, um, I think I, you, you simply need to to wish to understand and to see um, some things that that have happened in the past and and it's very curious that uh that sometimes the, that uh these events don't have to be you know life uh shuddering experiences or or something horrendous or something blissful but there are um very tiny insights that are revelatory of our qualities for mm -hmm. example um, I, I discovered, I mean, I, I, I saw myself riding in the bus, sitting next to my mother and, uh, meeting the eyes of a woman, uh, who's sitting next to a man and a child. And, and this was in the early nineties in Skopje and Macedonia, um, this, you know, post-socialist, uh, uh, city. And, and, and these people, uh, were foreign. They were probably from the Middle East. And the woman looked at me with kind eyes and I responded and, and I felt compassion by revisiting this moment. I felt compassion because I had felt compassion for some reason for, for these people. Uh, I vividly rem remember the faces and, and I remember the way I felt. Mm. Um, so just, just to, to double down um that that uh that we can discover a lot and and it may be a very uh chance encounter with something that that may reveal that oh we are compassionate human beings or we have a side to us that's abrupt or or maybe even violent you know because uh we represent a totality of experiences not just from our life and life experience but from we we bear uh a, a karmic um you know baggage from our ancestors too yes yes okay so you're stepping back in time and recovering valuable um energy from experiences that you've been through that uh helped you form who you are Indeed, so yes. Mm -hmm. and, and where'd you go from there? Um, where where I went from there? Um, it um, this helped to build uh, the puzzle of my personality, or rather, to understand the puzzle of my of my uh, personality. And um, but the main takeaway is that is that I was able to. Um, to, to kind of like rebuild this puzzle in front of me and then look at it and uh, disengage this uh, thinking apparatus with the personality. So mm. um, I guess I was, uh, um, you know, th these are Buddhist precepts that I came to discover later on mm. in life, um, which are instructive of... Um, you know that again that immediate direct experience with the absolute mm. um and and uh the pathway to uh this realization or similar realizations because there can be many are uh, experiences you know mm. by by allowing ourselves to be surprised or to experience danger a little bit by climbing a mountain all on their own or visiting the desert or whatnot you know not doing it foolishly but prepared and of course you know mm. uh, for the uh, sake of the experience and exploring our own response to that experience you know we build an arsenal of uh, experiences that um, all nudge us towards a, a better station in life and uh, it becomes it, to me it became apparent that uh having being in a good station in life uh is not necessarily dependent on how much money you make or your career it's uh you know in this plurality 
infinitesimal plurality that is humanity, not everybody uh, can make a million dollars or a billion dollars, even though everybody seems to be striving for that, you know, yes. to secure that, <laughs> mm. um, uh, that this in life. Um, uh, but yes, I, I realized that, um, that, you know, we're, we're highly complex, uh, beings that strive towards, um, a simplicity of sorts. Mm. And, uh, this is where, uh, Taoism, um, fits in perfectly. Uh, the, the Tao de King, which I discovered in my second year in, uh, in university. Yes. Uh, well, during the, the course, I didn't touch the book because I was busy, uh, with doing other things like partying and, and just listening to music <laughs> and, and everything in between. But yeah. <laughs> after the course, uh, I was, I began to read, uh, the Tao and, and every chapter was, uh, you know, revealed something. It, it, it was a felt experience that, that we are able to, uh, to embrace, to have by, by, by reading, by encountering the intention of the author of, of, of a text or of a book, you know, and it's not just the Tao the King. It's, it's also, I would like to, you know, one of these experiences was, um, uh, I, I was in a relationship and, and I was perplexed. I was, uh, I was like, why wouldn't this girl return my calls? We were having such a nice time. We're enjoying ourselves. <laughs> and, and why, why, you know, it's, it's basically like, uh, teenagers trying to figure things out. But, but I was perplexed. I was weighed down by, 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 I was ruminating, you know, mm. um, and I was reading, uh, Siddhartha and near the end of the book, um, Siddhartha explains, um, he makes the uh, parable with the river, the way the river is flowing, but it's, but always stay, stays the same. And I was sitting cross-legged on the couch in my living room and I felt bizarre at the moment. I felt as if, uh, my, <laughs> my soul is, is becoming separate from, from the body. I felt very, extremely light. And I was observing this this moment for uh, I was observing this for a few moments, and I, I, I thought, "Oh my dear, you know, this is this is something." <laughs> and I learned through this experience about uh, attachment and detachment, and mm. and and you know, from previous experiences, I've had an idea that attaching ourselves. Um, you know, too vigorously to, to anything, um, can be detrimental to our path towards, uh, awakening. Mm, but, right. but yeah, this is only, this was only intellectualizing, um, this wisdom, um, mm. to actually experience it is, is something else. Mm. And, and this is where I also learned how to, uh, differentiate between the intellectualization of, of uh of wisdoms of wisdom and 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 cultural memes from and spiritual memes from actually having the experience which i i i believe it, it's it's highly important for anybody who is embarking on a spiritual path mm -hmm. so it sounds like you're going along on your path and uh reading all the right texts and and uh, you discovered uh Siddhartha. is that the herman hess novel it's it is a Herman Hesse novel. Uh, novel, yes. Yeah, it's a brilliant, brilliant novel. I read that one, and uh, yeah, very inspirational in the, uh, what would you say of of the understanding of the path, the path, the yeah. path of no path is in as well. Yes, yeah, so. yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, CJ, it's it's beautiful that uh, there are so many um, pearls that can be discovered in literature. Mm. That that authors have left uh, that are informative of of this of what we're discussing the uh, direct experience they can nudge us they can inspire us um, and and also you know really I I I learned how to be appreciative 
Mm. And this is another um, facet of, of the spiritual path to be appreciative. And I feel deep appreciation to you right now because mm. we're having this discussion and I'm, uh, it, it gives me the opportunity to speak really for the first time, even though I've taken up writing to, um, you know, to make something out of this, you know, to yes. help um, to, to put a block in the blueprint of uh, spiritual and psychedelic experience. But 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 this is it. We're doing something. Yes. You know, for, for all the right reasons. <laughs> yeah. Look, I understand what you're going through with that. I when I was about uh, 22, I was. Uh, going through some real extreme experiences um, and uh, uh, blissful states and phenomena. And I wrote a small book called um, Sometimes I Look in a Mirror and Allow Myself to Be Surprised. And mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Tony, it was only an eight-page book. I've got it on Amazon if people are actually interested. But um, uh -huh. it, uh, it's, it's a very short book and it's all uh, very simple sort of um, words about pointing out this path. You know, but the, the, it it I I also gave away 500 copies of it, and uh, not many people got it at the time. But it's just still good to get it out there. And one of the things that I was doing at the time, as a part of this, I actually yes. had this uh, this being that I was working with turn up to to instruct me and work with me. And uh, I was so desperate to have other people understand this path. I said, what do I do to make things happen? What do I do to get everyone understanding this? I want to raise everyone up in this consciousness. And she had said to me directly, don't do anything. Your energy is enough. Just do it. You experience yourself and other people around you will just raise up. That's what happens. So uh, I think that, um, yeah, it's good that we're talking about it, but you're still actually doing the work even by just living that experience yourself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And um, and it, it's it's great that um, that you, you wrote, even though it's, it is an eight-page book, it, it, is a, it is a work. It is it a is. deed that that yeah. uh you know uh, some of the people who read it will get something out of it yeah that's it, right. perhaps not everybody but yeah. but even if one person gets it yeah uh it's 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 a win for humanity yes and and then i um and i i agree that that nothing is lost um and and the lesson that i took one of the lessons that i took from um uh, from Lao Tzu, from from the Da, from the Dao Te Te King, um, is that um, you know he 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 postulates that there is a uh, the a net a network uh, that envelops uh, the planet, and that nothing ever escapes. So that all the thoughts that we're uh, leaving, we're actually imprinting in this uh, cosmic consciousness, mm. or. or maybe we can't we shouldn't go that far maybe our planetary consciousness mm. um so there is a process there's a process that that we're um we're beginning to uh to unravel more and more to discover yeah right and it, it's it's super exciting it's super exciting yeah well it, it's exciting that you want to share it i'm glad you are sharing it and uh, you know I'm, I'm glad you're on the show talking about it now so you've You've hit this space, um, and uh, well, I shouldn't say hit because that's not the right word. It's more like uh, uh, dissolved into it, into the in between. And uh, as a part of being in that space, um, you kept on exploring more and more of yourself and um, understanding more and more of yourself over time. And you you said you were using psychedelics as well. Is that right? Um, yes. Yes, I, I've had a uh, few experiences with with uh, psychedelics, uh, but I should say enough uh, so as to be um, content with what I got from it. Yes. Um, so I haven't had uh, a dozen uh, trips on, on acid or psilocybin, but those few were worthy enough um, uh, for me to, to still really process. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> the, the experience. Um, you got lots because of good value it, out of it, then. <laughs> yes, yes, it stays with us, and and uh, not only psychedelic experiences, but but any experience uh, shouldn't be thrown away because uh, uh, we can we can wring uh, the last drop of it to to make something of it. Mm -hmm. um, but before I I mentioned the 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 psychedelic path that that intersection between consciousness and psychedelics 
Um, I want to share another experience. Um, um, this is from my uh, my last year uh, of high school. And uh, I was living in New Jersey while I was mm. in the U.S. And, and I decided that I want to, I don't want to wear glasses anymore, which I've worn since uh, probably fourth or my fifth grade. So I went and got a pair of contacts and, um, and, and playing basketball or just, um, you know, just, just uh, being myself uh, a lot of times, uh, one of them will fall on the ground and I'll pick it up and I'll, I'll do something to clean it up. And I had to clean them, uh, and take them, take them, uh, off and put them on, uh, before going to sleep and, and after waking. So, um, I this uh, led to an eye infection. Oh no! Eventually, and and um, uh, my my senior picture is with my eyes looking really weird, and they were red, and people were probably thinking that I was uh, coming uh, high to to school, <laughs> which I wasn't uh, ever. Oh, no. <laughs> but. But I was um, ignoring this um, this condition until it really uh, disrupted my vision, and um, it 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 um, I, I spent probably three or four days yeah. in a dark room in my living room, uh, being very um, highly disturbed by by the faintest light, mm. and I had to put ointment. Um, you know, a, a number of times uh, during my waking time, and but from this experience, I um, I learned how to listen to music. Uh, being deprived of my of my vision for for that duration of time, um, I had a number of uh, CDs that I played, and these uh, were my father's, and and one of them one of the CDs was Pink Floyd, um, the Division Bell, and. <laughs> And this is where I learned. I really, really learned how to listen to music, not with my ears, but with my mind and with 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 the entirety of the um, uh, the apparatus of senses. Mm. And and there I felt I felt something. Again, it was something that oh my god, music is is wow. You know, I just didn't have words to to how. Uh, uh, how it came across, you know, I felt the vibrations, I felt the emotion in it, and it was beautiful. And I got into music heavily mm -hmm. uh, after this experience. And the psychedelic experience, psychedelic experience in uh, in my case is um, is highly related to to music. Um, Right. Because it it simply makes uh, the it, it made the the music sound uh, more vibrant, more alive, and I was listening to a particular uh, style of music called psychedelic trance, mm -hmm. and this is where I I, I heard about uh, LSD for the first time, um, and I would immerse myself in in the music um, by simply smoking a little bit of cannabis, you know, and yes. I never, I, I didn't do um, uh, LSD or any of the drugs that were, um, you know, that, that, that fit that plane. Um, mm -hmm. And it took me probably um, six or seven years um, to finally uh, try uh, LSD. And I, I've had a few experiences and, and uh i mean i don't know uh where to where to begin it was uh you know highly subjective and there were you know i guess i will be uh repeating some of the cliches that i'm certain people have shared with the world or with the psychedelic community per se mm. uh but everything is moving nothing is um is is firmly set into in, in in space. Everything is moving, and not only physical objects, but but the the air and the plants and 
and and and our hands <laughs> of mm -hmm. course and of course mm -hmm. the the um most movement occurs behind closed eyelids i mm. learned to do this um uh, not on the first not on the second but on the third uh experience it was really the the experience that i guess uh, i was um looking for or that i needed mm. and um i was at a um i was at a uh, music event and once the substance began to take a hold of my uh, my mind and consciousness i simply uh, nestled myself into this uh, space and I submitted to the music and it was uh, probably four or five hours of incessant uh, procession of 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 visuals <laughs> and it's impossible to uh, to 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 describe to to catch a glimpse of these visuals but but it just goes on and on and on and and uh it is geometric shapes and and sometimes and i i i'm certain that in this uh liminal space between uh being aware and being in the dream world there were eyes and pyramids and uh <clears throat> and i came out of this experience um you know more dumbfounded about um who we are and what we're on about, our purpose in life, uh, the fate of the planet, it was uh, it was revelatory um, that that we are uh, so much more than <laughs> than we're uh, thought that, that that we are. You know, mm -hmm. uh, excuse me if I am uh, you know jumbling uh, the the words. English was not my first language, but sometimes okay. it is. <laughs> you know, and um and and yes it, it's a very um lsd was an integral experience that um um that is is you know seeing it from from this uh distance in time um mm. and, and and a span of life and experience um it's it's actually really um it is a difficult complex nuance experience and unfortunately i still haven't read uh albert hoffman's book uh, lsd my problem child but but i have a sense uh what what he's on about that uh there should be education before embarking on a psychedelic experience and i mean this not only with in regard to lsd but also psilocybin mushrooms uh my first mushroom trip was uh i believe a year or two after my first uh my, my my third and and i will say final uh lsd experience um and and yeah. and the mushroom was um was different um uh it, it it provided me with uh this warmth and 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 a sense of uh oneness with with the world with people with myself uh, which I didn't feel, I didn't experience while on LSD. LSD was purely technical. Um, you know, it 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 it, uh, it rendered the mind in a sort of a technocratic uh, machine that is intent on on creating on creating. Uh, images which are not images but geometric shapes that are always in motion but um the Hello. the mushroom on the other hand is mm. is a lot more organic in in nature uh okay. <laughs> because I, it is organic yeah please well, I, I i wouldn't totally agree with you i'm no spring chicken uh -huh. myself so um uh I've, I've had some experiences um that uh did feel wholly organic even though they were of that type so i wouldn't say that personally but um it's interesting that you actually had those experiences i'm not sure if that's been colored by your own um preconceived ideas or maybe um where you were at that time in your life um but uh in my own experience that's it's not always been not always been like that it has been like that at times but other times no not at all I'm, i've even had contact with entities and uh extraterrestrials through mm -hmm. through such through, through such things and 
Yeah, I mean, I've even had experiences so beautiful that um, I, when I come back to my body, I'm totally amazed that I'm actually human. So, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's that's you know, um, yeah, it's. Yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely agree. Yes, I'm. I'm um, maybe, maybe it sounded as if uh, uh, I, I, I believe that uh, the LSD is only that sort of experience. Uh, it definitely, most definitely not. You know, it, it, okay. it can be, of course, it, it has been for you more organic, but, um, uh, comparing between that and, and, um, psilocybin, it, it was, um, uh, very organic and, and just a, a different, uh, ball game altogether. Um, mm. and I, I would say, uh, meditative, it, 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 um, sends us towards this uh ocean of uh, of meditation where uh, we can easily slip into uh, a state of uh, of no mind and, and no thinking um and it is another one of these wonders of uh of the world that it exists it is there for us to uh, to utilize mm. in order mm. to in order to 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 you know, to change something, to mm. to see something new. I would agree or with that. I would say also something. that um, it seems like that uh, these these uh, tools are uh, they're like a shortcut um, that enables you to see the no mind space and to be in the no mind space if you're receptive to it. Of course, I mean, not everyone will get that, and not everyone was going to. Um, be able to walk away with it, um, uh, walk away from an experience and say, well, that was enlightening, you know, because <laughs> not everyone has the same experience. Everyone's got their own version of, of what's happening, what's going on and what they need at the time seems to turn up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it is an interesting sort of space that um, they do evoke. Um, and, and, and it's no, it's no surprise that, um, you know, they, the, the Buddhist, um, society in america at one stage actually had on one of their covers some talks about um uh some um, articles in their um, buddhist magazines about um lsd and um and buddhism because there was there seemed to be a lot of people that were using that as a gateway to and, and just had discovered buddhism by going through that path so mm -hmm. um it's um not surprising in any way at all that that actually is like that so you know it, maybe it is a shortcut you know and but um it, not all shortcuts work in the end and some people um you know like you know go on a, go on a journey and it's like catching a plane you take your baggage and you put it on the carousel go for a flight and then when you get home you pick your baggage up again and <laughs> you don't necessarily right. get the benefits right. <laughs> so right. maybe yes. Yes. Yeah, maybe you've been one of the lucky people in that case um when it comes to um uh be able to take away the 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 positive points of consciousness by by journeying in this way um and that's a great thing that's a good thing um yes cj um it's interesting that what what you said about um, the the Buddhists, uh, they I, I think that they have, um, you know, certain certain masters of of uh, uh, of of the philosophy and of the practice, you know, the bodies mm. uh, throughout time. Yeah, um, I'm inclined to believe that um, some of them have had psychedelic experiences. Um, which were gained through deep meditation. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I, 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 I don't trans, doubt that. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And and not only uh in, in Buddhism, but also in uh in Islam and I believe in Christianity, uh, because there are visual representations of um of the transcended space. Yes. In Islamic yeah. art and, yeah. and and right here in uh one of the monasteries uh in Macedonia, I've discovered um a uh, fresco that depicts a field of electricity uh, and then mm. sacred geometry yeah. interwoven in it yes yeah no so I, it, it is mm -hmm. to, yeah to, totally agree with you and, and I, I like I, I like to put it this way there's many paths up great mountain mm -hmm. yes yeah yes there are yeah. Uh, yeah but it's um to me it's fascinating that um, that as if nature has intended uh, to leave us with these artifacts um, being the psychedelics, which mm. we have distilled into uh, cultural uh, signs, mm. signets, mm -hmm. so that people can 
can call on them to um you know to to uh, step over that boundary between between uh mind and and self uh but as you said also this is um you know i'm i'm a f i am worried that uh the psychedelic experience is um treated by many people as a uh, magic carpet that we can simply take and you know take a flight and come back mm. uh but but have we learned really learned and implemented something from that do things mm. begin to repeat after so many uh psychedelic experiences and this is why this is uh why i felt compelled to um to come out and talk about the intersection between um, consciousness and psychedelics, about uh, the intersection uh, between um, the space of no mind, the our ability to stop the mind from going. I believe this, not, not only I believe, but I know that it informs the psychedelic experience. It enriches it mm -hmm. uh, to an extent that um, we can connect with a higher plane and this plane is a field of inquiry that we are yet to to begin to to discover uh, because it is infinite and in this infinite space um as i said before uh there is a language and there is intelligence there is a peculiar form of intelligence that wants to engage with us but it doesn't only want to engage with uh, us as an ego. It doesn't want to engage with the mind, with who we are, what, what we, our career, what we want to accomplish in life. It wants to engage with our consciousness. And, um, you know, in our exchange um, uh, before the podcast, uh, I, I mentioned that I'm not sure if I'm ready to really go deep into this experience because because I, I I think I have my finger on it, um, but it it requires more time so that uh, we can all together postulate uh, some of the dogmas of of this uh, of this experience, which is not psychedelic per se, and it's not only conscious per se, but it's a fusion of both. And there is a third party in addition to our own consciousness and mind and the uh, and 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 the the medium may it be the mushroom or cannabis or, or or a glass of wine uh the third party in this um in in the story is you know something that that baffles me it, it's you know i i am repeating myself but it is a language it is uh, an intelligence that is never the same it just goes on and on and creates these um you know essentially yes visualizations but they occur in a space of no dimension you know you can't see it from the third dimension you are in the dimension together with this entity um and you know the closest thing that resembles this experience um is visualization put on a song you know the the fractal the thing that that always uh, changes and it and and this uh, form of art has gotten better i have seen some amazing you know never ending visualizations that you know that that unravel new images um but um by observing uh, this form of art and observing the um the intelligence uh, there is a fine difference because we are we can only view it uh, with our eyes but with the other thing not only can we view it with our inner eye but we can also be it and what is it trying to do i'm not sure you know this is um starting to look like a field of um of i don't know just uh, 
science fiction <laughs> i guess you know yeah, is cool. it is it the mind of of the universe is it um is it a a, a channel from a different civilization you know is it us replicating our thoughts which are somehow being distilled into a visual representation um i'm, I'm not sure i'm not sure I, and, yeah. i'm gonna posit something okay how about yeah. this you're you are an imagination receptor so your imagination is like an antenna and it captures information and then presents it to you yes okay. it so can within, be the case yeah so within within that whatever you're receptive to you'll you'll be able to apprehend and then comprehend and then translate into something useful for yourself if, if you yeah know. but but the scary the scary detail is that there, there is nothing to comprehend this is the most disturbing uh facet of of that experience is that there is nothing to understand uh the only thing <laughs> that one can do is simply observe and and be in total uh shock you know what you know it's it's dumbfounding yes um i've i've had visual experiences mm -hmm. uh with um you know psychedelics i've had a few of sure. those sure. um but but those you know bedazzling visual imprints of the psyche of things that we have encountered in life mm -hmm. um they appear and they look mesmerizing and then they fade mm -hmm. um of course we can latch the mind can latch onto uh such a representation and 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 dig dig into it and try to understand it try to communion with it but it will eventually fade um unlike this the transcendent experience um it, it doesn't communicate anything in particular um it doesn't have a mind um and really? and this is why yes <laughs> it, it it doesn't have a mind uh in the sense that that we have a mind okay uh, uh not my experience but okay we'll go uh-huh yeah can you uh, please share your experience because as i said we're um you know we're making a sense of something that we cannot hold on to i think it depends on um how you receive it and how you're receptive to it um i mean i'll give an example so one time i was going through an experience where i was possessed and i didn't believe it would be possible to be, be possessed until i was possessed and at that stage, I had uh, two entities which were inside me and causing complete and utter havoc, um, <laughs> basically putting me in states of terror and um, causing uh, events in reality around me to occur, which just ramped up all of the terror over and over again. It was very, very annoying. And I knew what it was. And uh, until that, that moment that that happened, I didn't believe it was possible. And uh, so I opened myself up even more to... Um, uh, another consciousness and one popped in and it was a another being which was helpful and i was so glad for its help and the being actually had uh it was a uh mexican shaman um who was obviously in between all time and uh walked me the way out of being possessed and, and yeah. he did that through many practices that i followed that made at first no sense at all but then made sense over time and uh cured me of the possession yeah that, that's that's absolutely absolutely fascinating do you think that this is um an example of um uh a parallel universe the spirit world which is uh, right. brought, brought to mind <laughs> the, the, uh, by by the shamans that you know in addition to the material world there mm. is that with well, uh entities and okay you know. so in my experience the world is made of spirits and the illusion is that we are solid and living this experience without them, without seeing them. Once you pull your the, the wool off your eyes and you see the spirits absolutely everywhere around you, continuously constructing this reality, then uh, you'll get the gravity of what's actually happening. <laughs> that mm -hmm. happened to me. I actually had that happen to me where I 
had that happen where I had the pull, the, you know, the the uh, the visual filters taken off, and when it happened to me, I was totally surprised. And they were the spirits I was working with at the time were totally amused. They're like, "Oh, now you get it, all right." So, <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't go back from there. So, you know, I'm I'm right. I'll, I'll write that up one day as a story for people to read. But um, yeah, it's uh. I, I know we're living in an like as Terence McKenna says as an in, living in an ecology of souls. We are in it all the time, and the experiences we're having, which we see as real, are basically a fiction, which is made that uh, our imagination receptor, which you know is seems to be the body, um, yes. manifests into a a form that we understand and can experience. Who knows why we're here to experience that, but it's um it seems to be that it's meant to be just a good ride. Just enjoy it. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. Yes. Um, there is, you know, everybody is a living soul, you know, beyond, beyond the body. And yeah. And these souls are, um, out and about doing their, their own thing, maybe yes, having their own purpose. Yeah. That's um, right. but CJ, I have a, um, a, a question, um, uh, for you if you yeah. if you don't mind yeah, yeah sure Go um ahead. you know um there has been uh much advancement in how in the way psychedelics are regarded uh even by uh national governments and not just communities sure mm. um you know with uh mushrooms being legalized in a number of countries um you know and i'm asking this question of myself too and i would like to uh, get your take on it um do you think that governments are um opening up to um to the you know to the nature of the world that it isn't only uh matter and 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 electrons and, and atoms but you know because you know from the from the perspective of uh of, of the of the body politic uh this is a uh no-go zone you know right. how do we explain this how do we reckon with this what what, what do you think about it mm. okay so i i think governments are a response to our deci decision to not be responsible for ourselves so mm -hmm. within that we have government and then mm -hmm. government turns into everything that we see around us so is that a distraction probably is is it a, is it a dissection of ourselves from being pure pure love pure light pure everything probably and um more than likely um what we're seeing over time as we become more accepting of ourselves and what we really are is those barriers start to dissolve and we'll see changes happening not only in government but in people around us and in people's minds and understandings and acceptance of themselves mm -hmm. yes okay yes we're on the on the same page and i believe that um people in this community share the same view because we're headed somewhere where we're shifting consciousness yes as it seems yeah it is unfolding sure. and yeah. um but we're yet to uh witness the repercussions of uh decades if not you know centuries and millennia of of all the baggage that <laughs> is weighing down upon um you know society well, look, I think what we're doing is actually recovering a connection back to nature and natural ways of being. And uh, that's inevitable. Um, and it happens that um, as we get to those sort of spaces, everything becomes magical because magic, you know, the, the world of magic, the magical experience of what we really are and what reality really is and uh, and and uh, what our soul really is and um, and uh, the beauty of our experience, our experience of life, um, it, it has to be recovered. Otherwise, you know, the world doesn't go on the way it does. It just can't. We, that's why it's changing. Mm -hmm. It has to change. Yeah, yeah. You know, in um, in um, I in the book Island, uh, Aldo Huxley, yeah, um, posits he he imagines a a system of government that cares to enable a psychic the psychedelic experience to uh, to students. And I, I if I remember uh, right, um. The the roundabout age uh, where uh, the students of the in the school uh, need to uh, experience this is uh, is sixteen. 
you know, right, right on the cusp of uh, adulthood. Right, and right. I wonder if we'll ever uh, get to see such a radical, unquote, uh, shift in, in consciousness in the powers uh, that be. Mm, well, I don't know. I All I know is that things are definitely changing and uh, we will see great change within the next 10 years for sure it's uh it seems like we are going through a great revealing of all the things at the same time and there's going to be some ugly parts as 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 we go along with that as well but that's what happens when there's a birth experience of a new consciousness and a new understanding of self and a new understanding of everything mm -hmm. yeah okay martin so um what i usually ask at the end of a podcast is um first of all um we are going through such intense times. Is there any mm -hmm. anything that you'd recommend for people as a path and a means to help them get through these times? Um, yes. Um, our experience through the millennia has um, left us with uh, tools that can help us overcome uh these difficult times mm. and um some of these tools are uh free they're immediate and they're mundane such as uh laughter in the sense of learn how to uh laugh at yourself yeah, you know sure. self-deprecation self helps a bit so that we can inspire some uh humor some some self-reflective humor <laughs> yeah. um but laughing at the cosmic joke is i i believe is essential to uh getting a grip on on this form of of reality mm. uh, meditation is um is one of the tools uh in the modern day human toolkit that uh that we can we can use it is at our disposal at any time of day we can mm. meditate while walking we can meditate while uh on the job i mean during breaks let's yes. say uh, yeah. you know depending the line of work that one is doing but yeah, uh, <laughs> you know you, you, I can't imagine somebody you know driving a forklift and no, no, no. <laughs> no, in the transcendent <laughs> state <laughs> but um definitely meditation is is wondrous uh meditation enables us to um uh to go within and to um to clear our our thoughts okay martin so thank you so much for coming on the show i really appreciate your time now um how do people find you and your writing and uh get in contact with you mm -hmm. um i i started a substack um the handle is uh consciousprana.substack.com and this is where I'm going to share uh, my writings. And um, I'm excited to announce um, that soon I will be uh, publishing my own take on the Tao Te King. Wow, cool. Um, okay. Uh, simply, it will be rendered uh, not through uh, some of the archaic uh, language and, and ideas, but I will try to bridge it closer to um our time and 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 okay. our circumstance um yeah so so uh at the pre present uh my substack is uh the only outlet that i have and um okay I'm not so sure I'll, if I have... i'll mm -hmm. provide that um the link to your substack in the uh, show notes and um uh, that would be nice yeah and then i i yeah i'd say people if you're interested in knowing more subscribe to martin's substack and then that way you can also um, catch up with um, his book when he when he releases it. Yes, thank you, CJ. Thank yeah, you for thank putting you. the word out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank and you so much for your time, Martin. It's been it's been a pleasure talking to you. And um, yeah, yeah. I, I look forward to seeing uh, your book come out. And um, yeah, we can talk more in the future. Most definitely, CJ. All I right, wish you all the best. Yeah, same to you, Martin. Thank you very much. And um, and bye for now. Thank you. Bye bye. Well, thank you very much, Martin. That was quite a show. I didn't expect it to go the way that it went. And it was um, interesting in that we both got in on angles, our bites and understandings of how reality is and the experience of reality and the benefits of transcendence. 
I hope you enjoyed the show. And if you have a, an unusual experience or a healing modality or a life view or anything supernatural that you'd like to share, please come on the show. Contact me at supernormalized at proton.me and I will look forward to speaking with you soon. Now, uh, it's the end of the show. And thank you so much for listening for this week. I look forward to you coming back and listening to me next week. Until then, bye for now. <laughs>